1: for something to put a smile back on your face just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place you need a partner for the ride because everybody needs Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio
2: audience.
3: Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess
4: Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I am feeling light as a feather, stiff as a board, ready to <laughs> do some witch fucking craft on your ass right I was now. I to ask if you want to do a little black magic. A little black magic just between <laughs> us girlfriends. Yes. Um, yeah, of course I want to do a little bit of black magic. I love witches and I love witches who are also bitches. Mm-hmm. So the craft is my cup of tea. It is one of my favorite spooky movies, witchy movies of all time.
3: Um, I'm a little surprised by that simply because mm. of the, I mean, we'll get into it, but like the amount of bugs and snakes and stuff. Mm-hmm, I mean, I know definitely. you're not afraid of snakes. We've had this yep. conversation. Love but snakes. like, if I was a a tween or an adolescent watching, like that, is, mm-hmm. that is horrifying.
4: Uh, yeah. But the thing is, is that yes, I don't like swarms. But <laughs> <So> I <specific.
3: laughs> okay. I'm that's specific. the that's Anything the fear. Specific, just
4: swarms in general. It's, yeah, that's the fear. It's all mm-hmm. swarms. Like I don't like mm-hmm. swarms. Um. So anything in abundance is bad right like they do say
3: moderation is the key so yes yeah moderation now, of snakes and roaches yeah we're um, not gonna get very far with uh two of the four no we need at least three to do magic i think
4: <laughs> you really need four but we need we don't three have to that. make a,
3: three makes a coven <laughs> yes right. i feel like that's right so of course we're not Where did alone you get that from a book I just fucking made it up i don't know <laughs> she just knows <laughs> uh and that is our third today the third in the coven uh alex joining us for the first time on this well, hello i'm not like i'm not losing my mind it's been three years and i come on to forget sometimes i don't think i been on before.
2: have not been on the pod yet yes
3: there you go welcome to the podcast are you ready to do some
2: black magic absolutely and so if we have three now what elements do we get i, what, I get uh, i call fire get. can
3: i call fire alex wait because wait, here's a problem
2: at? yeah so both me and sarah are water signs Oh, good. Okay. We, we don't have pisces fight. you We're guys pisces.
4: can fight over it then i don't care about water what's <laughs> the elements earth wind fire and
3: water like yeah. listen here's the thing no one wants wind like let's be real no one wants wind wind is boring
4: i might want wind you want wind over earth and yeah. water
2: you know, well, I was gonna say air would probably be my second. <laughs> yeah,
4: hey Sarah, you know
3: what? I'm gonna throw a rock at your face and you blow air in my face, and we'll see who wins. <laughs> okay. Have
2: you ever
4: seen tornadoes? Come on, <laughs> yeah. for real. You're um, okay, okay. <laughs> hold on. True, I just want to, I just need to stop down because I'm on the wiki, wiki, wikipedia, page, wikipedia? Wiki, wikipedia page for covens. And it says the number of people involved may vary. Uh, Some consider 13 to be ideal. But listen, any group of at least three can be a coven. So somehow you made it. We made it. 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 You are a witch. Welcome to
3: our coven. I love that. Um, We're discussing the craft, uh, the 1996 film. This is my first time experiencing the craft. I've never seen it before um gotta say immediately was very excited by the cast um at least a few of them because they are recognizable faces to me sarah we've talked about nev campbell before i don't remember sarah do you not remember i know what you did last summer isn't she the one isn't she the one in that
4: no yes that's her no, that was Jennifer sure? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, you're right, stupid whore. What we <laughs> um, you do what have though? Uh, the
2: guy from Clueless is randomly yes, in this. That's which true. I loved.
3: But yes, did, have we? Not She's in about... Scream. Oh, which we haven't talked about. Did we talk about Scream? No. <laughs> I know I've seen it, so I get confused as to what I've seen and what we've podcasted about. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I recognized Nev Campbell, and I was very very excited. But. Can I tell you, in my, like, little dumb brain, there was an even bigger star in this film. And can I tell you who it was? Please. It was Faye Rooza Balk, who plays Nancy. And do you want to know what I recognized her from? From being a demon? No. I bet Alex knows. Alex, do you know what I recognized her from? Wait, I gotta, I got to look up.
2: I'm trying to remember which one.
3: She's nice Nancy. Like she's that. the one who's like the baddest one. She wants all the power. The power goes to her. Oh, head. she looks so familiar. What is she? What is she, she from? She is from Waterboy. She is the girl. Oh, that yes. And like is absolutely like a little bit off her rocker. And so I was yes. like, gosh, she's really typecast in these films, huh? Like she always plays the one who's like losing crazy it a little one. bit. Yeah. Um, so I was really, really excited when I saw her in this film. Cause I was like, yes, I love her in Waterboy." So I'm really excited. And I've, I've never seen this film before. If you, if you haven't, and you also are just listening to this podcast, cause you want to listen. First of all, thank you so much. Uh, second of all, basically there's a Catholic prep school and there's these three girls who are kind of outcasts and there's a new girl in town and her name is Sarah with an H and She's certainly like witchy and they're like, oh my God, she's our fourth. We have all the elements. We are witches and they worship this earth deity called Manon. Like it's – I think it's French, right? Like it has to be –
2: I did laugh that they picked like a male. Like they, they all say he. I'm like, are we? These four girls are worshiping a male deity that they made That's up? an
4: excellent point. That
3: it's I really never upsetting. Of. Actually, it should be a woman because this <laughs> is really like a feminist film, especially really?
4: because like Wicca is so heavily like focused on like women and femininity and the earth, um, like Mother Earth. It is mm-hmm. pretty ironic, Alex, that they do worship a male deity
2: i looked it up because i that was the first thing i caught i'm like they kept calling this deity he and then i looked it up and it was made up for the film so they didn't actually use a real
0: mm-hmm. deity
2: unless you believe in things that are in the craft that's fine um, i mean yes but I, it just made me laugh that they picked a, a male male pronouns for this deity mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> have you ever seen this movie alex uh,
2: this was the first time for me, but okay. it came out a year before I was born. so if you want to oh,
4: <laughs> young queen <A>
3: brag. <laughs> yeah and it's it was why I it's, never seen it apparently it got like this like really big cult following. I mean it was like successful at the time, but like later on it got an even bigger cult following, which and makes a cult following and yeah, very like they were cult I mean very much so. <laughs> it makes sense to me some of it's a little silly but like overall i think it's a really fun story it's really like appropriate for the season and the acting in it is pretty honestly great (laughs) um thank you yeah i thought the (laughs) acting was pretty incredible um actually speaking of actors or
2: actors and actresses that are in it was i mistaken the stepdad like nancy's stepdad was that dewey from uh legally blonde because it, one of the scenes I you get him like straight on, and I was like, you I think look. that might, I think he might be in *Legally Blonde*, like uh Paulette's, like deadbeat
4: x Oh, right, that write? guy. Yeah. I wonder what his name is. The one that uh, with his life insurance gave a whopping one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. <laughs> Funny.
3: The problem <so much> <laughs> is, I don't remember that character's name, so I can't even find. I him
2: think it's list. Dewey.
3: I think it's. I don't know. Just look up Paulette's. Ex husband,
2: you know
4: boyfriend. I am dying to get my hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Um. So yeah, let's let's jump
3: into talking about this film because there's just there's like so there's just so much. Like, they new girl is in town, right? And all of these girls have like different things that they want fixed, right? They all have like different. Flaw, not flaws, but like issues that they want resolved. So Bonnie, who's Nev, uh, Nev Campbell, it has these like big burn scars on her back from like an auto accident. Nancy lives in a trailer with her mom, and as we talked about, her like abusive stepfather, and she just wants better for them. Uh, Rochelle is the the black girl in the group, and she has like some re- like this is actually really really awful. She gets bullied yeah. really terribly by Laura, who's played by Christine Taylor. Um, who is Ben Stiller's wife, and she she's in, like, she played Marsha in one of the, like, Brady Bunch movies. Two of the Brady Bunch movies. Sorry, two of the Brady Bunch movies. She's in a lot of the same things Ben Stiller is in for obvious reasons. Um, but, yeah, she plays, like, mean, popular girl who picks on Rochelle, who's a swimmer, and, like, she's constantly berating her. And so they all just have, like, things they want to change about themselves. And Sarah... When she originally gets to school, she's like shows interest in this guy named Chris, who correct me if I'm wrong, is he not also in Scream? He is, yeah. I looked okay. him up because he
2: looked familiar too.
3: Yeah. So he um, so she likes him. Cool guy's Chris, who's like this very popular guy. And all the girls, all the coven are like, stay away from him. He's bad news. I was a little surprised, Sarah, like. I feel like there are very, there's very little in this movie that doesn't necessarily age well, and I felt like Sarah and Chris's relationship aged pretty poorly because at first I thought when she puts a spell on him later that she's doing it to like teach him a lesson for like spreading rumors about her, mm-hmm. but. Ultimately she wanted him to actually Have feelings for her and I was like girl you Deserve better mm. you can change your
4: hair You could change your eye color you're A freaking witch ma'am I think that this is something that people Debate within the uh Following because That is one perspective That you know maybe She really did want him to have Feelings for her and You know uh, Wanted him to be obsessed with Her and then of course um, you know, be careful what you wish for because it's way too much. But another perspective that I've read is that like the intention was to humiliate him. Like the intention was like for him to lose respect of his football buddies and like, you know, kind of be like the servant. I prefer that one. <laughs> and that like she really did mean to like fully humiliate him. And it just kind of backfired because like her magic is too powerful. So um I think, like, I'm with Alex. Like, I would rather her, like, not enjoy um, even a little bit the fact that he's obsessed with her. But I will say that I do love a love potion as probably my favorite type of magic. I mean,
3: I liked how much of a simp he was for her. Mm -hmm. But I guess I just didn't. I didn't like the reasons that she i'm like girl you deserve so much better especially because alex i feel like as we go through this whole film it's like sarah is the most innocent of them all right like she didn't ask for this she's the most innocent and the most powerful and so i feel like she's certainly our like heroine in, in a way like we're we're rooting for her probably the most yes and i feel
2: like maybe they just like ran out of things for girls to wish for so they're like well she'll just wish for a boy
3: (laughs) of course she wants a popular boy of course (laughs) one of them has to love a boy obviously (laughs) yeah and I I really like the first time we see um Sarah doing magic where she's like levitating the pencil and like spinning it I just thought that was like such a simple trick for her to do but it's enough to catch Bonnie's eye and for her to be like she's our fourth
4: (laughs) yeah Bonnie (laughs) caught Wind of Sarah's powers Like immediately and she was reading I think the Almanac's guide uh, And was like I know That somebody like a great force is coming Today like maybe it's our fourth And she spots Sarah the new girl right Away and knows and We get Nancy Who's kind of like the leader Of these group of three outcasts And she's like fuck that girl I do not want to see her I don't want to hang out with her And uh, Bonnie and Rochelle are kind of, like, more interested. They're a little bit more welcoming. Um, Like, what were your initial thoughts, Jess, of uh, the
3: three? So, I love Nem Campbell. Like, obviously, I felt felt like I really connected with Bonnie because I, I felt the worst for her. Like, obviously, having these, like, massive scars is painful for her in many ways. You know, like scars are just like a representation of something that's hurt us. So to have like a constant reminder of a really big trauma she's had in her life and she has to look at it constantly, that's really sad. And like watching her go through these like very painful, painful treatments to try to get the scars removed was just very difficult. Um ultimately I feel like I wish they had given Rochelle more to do because beyond Like, it really – like, a lot of it feels like she's, like, the token Black character in a lot of ways where, like, she doesn't (laughs) – her main issue that she's dealing with is racism, which I'm not saying, like, don't use that in the film, right? That's a real thing. But at the same point in time, give her more personality. Give her more to do. I felt like a lot of times she was just, like, the sidekick, and so I almost wish we got more from her. Like the time I liked her the most was when they were doing the like light as a feather, stiff is a board, and she's the one who's hovering. Uh, and then she like falls and it's like my butt. Um, so that's really all we know about her. But of course, like I kind of knew from the beginning that that's uh what's her what is her name? Um I'm a blanking on Nancy. Nancy. Thank you. Yeah, Nancy was gonna be the the most like whacked out one she felt like the most intense immediately like she's the one who's wearing like the vampiest lip color right she has like these like wild eyes um upside down cross earrings
4: (laughs) yeah she's She's the most
3: intense of all of them and the most like warning sarah about chris like stay away from him he's bad news right um And so I kind of knew something was probably going to go up with with Nancy, like, eventually. The thing about Sarah that I found interesting, Alex, is, like, Sarah isn't your normal everyday witch. She's, like, very subdued. um, And you could tell she's, you know, very, I don't know if it's, like, traumatized, but very, like, She has a lot of, like, pain in her past, and because of that, she's very subdued. Like, she's new in town, and she's a little – not necessarily resistant. Like, it feels like she falls in with the group pretty immediately and gets along well with them. But she's a little bit more, like, questioning the power of witchcraft versus, like, wanting all of the power for herself like Nancy is. Um, So I thought she was a really interesting witch that we don't necessarily see all the time represented in media.
2: Sorry, I just had a dog barking. <laughs> yeah, Relatable <she's>... content. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's definitely like the soft girl witch <laughs> in this in this crew here. Cause we've got the sidekicks, the intense one, and then like the new pretty, you know, calm witch that comes in and, and
4: loves nature. <laughs> basically. She's the natural witch, right?
2: I, though like if I had moved to a brand new co- city and was had to go to a catholic school and then these three girls came up to me and were like hey we're witches and so are you i'd be like yeah this seems like the better option cool uh, I'm in.
4: <laughs> you, you mean I, I don't have to like uh go forward with all this like uh, i mean I'm, obviously we don't i'm in like a little jewish girl but like if i was like okay you can do like this witchy stuff or you can like have the cracker whereas <laughs> like you have to eat you know, like she just kind of went along, she didn't take that much convincing, I felt no, like to just no, like, I didn't think yeah, so either. Okay, okay, I'm a witch, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so circling back just to what you were saying about kind of mm-hmm. Rochelle's character being like a little like lost in the mix, I found um that originally the script had her suffering from an eating disorder, and it wasn't until after Rachel True got cast Uh, that they incorporated the like racist storyline because it wasn't written for a Black woman. Um, Some other interesting facts about Rachel True is that she was 29 years old when she filmed it and everybody else were younger. And of course, she looks the youngest and absolutely stunningly gorgeous Mm -hmm. um, as it is. And then... um, yeah and then like the last thing is that like i definitely think that she felt often ignored by um the promotional materials like she wasn't at press junkets as much as her co-stars like she was one of the only four actresses to not be invited to the mtv movie awards so i think like we can't ignore that the 90s definitely was racist in its own right and that like thank goodness like i would hope if this movie got like made now she would have been treated differently i would hope
3: yeah it's it is really upsetting that that is the way she was treated and especially because like you know you already have really kind of people who are on the rise like nev campbell right and i don't know how popular favorites of bulk was but like to me obviously she's a recognizable person and so it really does stink that what should have been the thing is in ensemble casts and I feel like I say this all the time I like to see in an ensemble cast where everyone is very talented which this feels the case with these four I would rather see a little bit more equality across like screen time and storylines given and kind of spent time developing the characters and Rochelle she sparkled when she had those moments, but it was like, she wasn't given enough. And so that would be like my biggest critique of the film is just that, like, I wish she had more to do because I think they did such a good job at kind of showing who the other three in the coven are like their personality, like their flaws, what they want, what they need. And I never really felt like we got that with Rochelle. Like we got, Oh yeah, she's a swimmer and she gets uh picked on because people are racist. Like that's pretty much the only things i could really say about rochelle i think like
2: i because bonnie gets quite a bit at the start because she kind of finds sarah and like Mm -hmm. brings her in at first so i thought that she was going to have a little bit more too but then basically as soon as the clear like leaders were nancy and sarah the other two just kind of became the you know edge girls and they were just there to complete the circle like there wasn't that much about them Like they were, you know, beat at the end, uh, at the same time, and like they just kind of turned into like, um, who's the girl from Mean Girls? That's not Regina George and not Gretchen. Gretchen Oh, Karen. Yeah, they both like they felt both like Karen by the end.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's so true, and it's like interesting because, like, I wonder, I wonder like how much magical ability. They all had, aside from Sarah. Like, do you guys think that it was only really Sarah that had the powers? And they had that like scary, creepy blood oath in the middle of the forest, where they like basically drank some of Sarah's blood. Like, did they drink each like, other's blood? They drank each other's <laughs> blood, but some so of gross. some of them is Sarah's blood. And like, I wonder if it's like. Is that what, like, activated their powers? I was- think so.
3: Because at the very yeah, like end that. of the film, they make it seem like Sarah is the one who's truly the most powerful. And you have to think, like, yes, they were a coven before Sarah arrived. But it really feels like she was the catalyst for a lot of the power that ended up going through them. I think she- they got
2: Go ahead, sorry, though, Alex. They got so excited when that guy got hit by a car with the snake. And they were like, we did that. So clearly, like, things hadn't necessarily yeah they hadn't popped like off before
3: yeah so, definitely and so Sarah
2: I, was a catalyst
3: I think so and I think that like I also think a lot of times the reluctant hero is the one who ends up being the most powerful and mm-hmm. that feels like Sarah to me in this film like she didn't necessarily want any of this and I don't know did they ever confirm it I guess I got, there was a lot happening at the end obviously but like did they ever confirm whether or not like how I know her mother died while she was giving birth to Sarah I know, like they were, the coven was like very mean about it, and like basically accused her of like killing her own mom. But like, is that what we think happens? That like her magic killed her mother. I mean, her
2: mom was a witch too, so I think that was just like an easy out for the writers to be like, oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. Is I mean, it's
4: it's interesting because like I've read in like witchy lore that you know there can only be like one powerhouse so like like Sarah could have absorbed her mother's life form if you will if you kind of think about it I know that that's some of um like American Horror Story Coven for example kind of has like the thing with like the supreme like there can only be one supreme and I wonder like maybe that could be part of it but I don't know like I, I think that it's like really interesting like she is really a strong witch like um, and I, I'm curious if, like, Nancy does have sh- abilities. Because, like, she really, like, towards the end went, like, head to head against Sarah. But, like, I mean, but I don't think, like, the power levels are quite the same.
2: I mean, maybe she got it from, yeah, drinking the blood, like you like guys said. But I also it think like- it could
3: be, like... Um- Prox like you were saying proximity to power Mm -hmm. right like they could be witches but just much like less powerful witches and so being in close proximity to sarah maybe gives them more power and then of course the rituals they start doing right like all of those are aided by sarah's powers and so it it, they become more powerful by proxy i think
2: because they did point out I guess, like, her spell or, or like, when they did the um, blood oath thing mm-hmm. was the last to work because she was all upset about it. They were like, oh, her spell's not working. Um, yes. I think it was Rochelle that was like, she doesn't want to be white trash anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but you're white, so just deal with it. That was, <laughs> it was so funny. funny. That line, line. <laughs> honestly killed me.
3: Yeah. And so, like, when they do all these spells, right, so Sarah casts a love spell, which makes Chris fall, like, become infatuated with her. And honestly, okay, here's the thing. This feels more like a lust spell than a love spell because I don't know about you all, but in my mind, someone who loves someone doesn't attempt to sexually assault them like Chris does. So I don't know about love, um, (laughs) but she does that and he ends up following her around like a puppy dog, carrying her books and all this stuff for her and all the girls are like giggling. They're losing their minds about this. Um, Rochelle casts a spell a revenge spell on Laura basically I was aghast Alex like when she takes her little swim cap off and there's a massive ball it
4: was so gross (laughs) with the scabs so stressful
2: yeah no that was nasty I did not like that Mm -hmm. and it was
4: interesting because that spell they had to get they had to acquire a piece of her hair and then Sarah braided in the hair yeah. Um, so, and I suppose too, like that
2: spell was done after the blood oath situation because right, they, she just asked to not hate people that hate her. Like that was her yes. wish. Well, it was.
3: I I liked the way Rochelle worded her wish because it was like only if Laura does something mean to me will it, that. And I was like, I'm sorry, but you that what a great contract to have on your spell it's like mm-mm, it won't activate unless you're an asshole and when you're an asshole you go bald bitch and i was like you know what that's a good line to have in there
4: yeah you can definitely see how like when they start off the you know their their witchy spells how it was like contained but then once it started working the power just got to everybody's head mm-hmm. um for bonnie's character as we talked about she has the scars and um and she's been doing like these medical procedures and all this stuff and uh she like the scars go away and she gets the confidence where she gets to she comes back all hot <laughs> wears sexy clothes this was so yeah. funny to me because I I
3: thought that once she had gotten because she goes back to the doctor right and they start peeling off her scabs and they're like oh they're like astonished that it didn't anything right and she's like completely healed I thought she was gonna come into school with like a completely like backless top, yeah like something. a tank
2: top I, she and just she, came in with her hair up and she was basically like,
3: she, well because uh, before before that moment she always had her hair like like the emo girls did like it was yeah. always in her face and so she could never see anything and it was like it kind of reminded me like every 90s movie ever of like oh a woman takes off her glasses and suddenly she's beautiful and i was like this is never freaking campbell like are you fucking kidding me like of course she's yeah. gorgeous like we're not fooled by your nonsense
4: yeah it's the she's all that uh you know approach to yeah. television <laughs> It 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 is it's really interesting. And then another um deleted scene that I found was that so we see in the movie that Nancy is like doing a spell and trying to fix the scars, but there is a deleted scene where like Sarah like actively was doing a different spell. Oh, so yeah. So it really they thank is, her for that specifically. Yeah, which was, is like, confusing. She didn't even- help with it (laughs) i know it so it seems so confusing but that was a deleted scene like it really was like sarah's powers like that made everything happen um and another deleted scene which i do wish they left in was there was this like confrontation when uh sarah's trying to bind nancy from using magic because she's like getting out of her head and is becoming like really volatile um nancy comes and has like this confrontation with all the girls and it gives insight to like why bonnie and rochelle like put up with nancy's shit and essentially she explains like she was nancy was the two girls only friend in the school like because everybody in the school is fucking racist and didn't want to be friends with the only black girl in school and everybody thought that bonnie was a freak because of her scars and nancy was like the only one that was there for them and i think that that could have been like a good piece of context to have in the movie because like for me i was like why are these two girls like putting up with all this bullshit? Like, Especially why are all at of a the sudden end. they're just like against her? Yeah. Yes,
2: <laughs> they don't exactly. really, it doesn't have any, they just like are fighting against her.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. That makes a lot more sense now that they have this like loyalty to her from, from previously. Like, even just that one is. line to give us like that context and that history would have been helpful because like, I guess. <sighs> cuz at first it's kind of like so Nancy what she wants right is she she hates her stepfather like he's very abusive and she wants basically for her her and her mom to have a better life and so she like you see her doing a little bit of magic and she um like Basically causes the kitchen to set on fire and basically gives her stepfather a heart attack. And he had a life insurance policy worth like 175 grand and they're able to move into like a really nice apartment. So it's really interesting because it the way it plays without that history is almost like, oh, the girls are like in it for Nancy's like now that she has this fancy apartment in this nice place. <laughs> it's like, oh, might as well stick by her. You know, she's a rich bitch now. Um,
2: rich with one hundred seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs>
3: I mean, I'm well, nowadays weird. I think it was like it's like three hundred and something thousand.
4: But still, they, oh, they so, would, yeah they can spend like. They would probably buy a new car and get that apartment, and all the money would be gone. Yeah, yeah, but it's better than <laughs> where
3: they. I you mean, know if it, it's something. To help, when you it's, have nothing, it's anything is better
2: than. Nothing. Yeah, I
4: know, but like that apartment was really bougie. It was. Very I was just strange. trying to think what I would
2: do with one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. I'm like that wouldn't even like pay for half my
4: house. <laughs> I know yeah. you can even buy a house these days with uh hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. But yes, of no. course, it would. It would help. Uh, Jess, do you? get have to pay taxes on life insurance policies um no
3: like the you mean like if oh you mean like if someone gives you money from i don't know how that works i've never been like the beneficiary of that luckily Mm -hmm. um so i don't know if they take out taxes i can't i can't imagine they do i feel like you have to the money is taxed somewhere else maybe i don't know i don't know um
0: new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc
3: but yeah like so they get all this money and then like nancy so they keep getting warned there's like this book owner right this like this
4: this like witchy shop yeah the occult shop with this uh this witchy woman who owns the shop who is the nosiest bitch in the world like but she, the problem is- is she lets these girls steal from her constantly and she knows they're doing it I was like why you're not
3: making any money off of them no yeah, she but- goes
2: after Sarah she's like uh you have to pay for that and she's like I was she gonna <laughs>
3: hand. yeah like this girl's new in town these other girls have been stealing from you for probably years and you haven't yeah. done anything about it but she's like she gets involved like big involved Well, yeah, because she – they're, like, at the shop again, and she warns them against the specific spell, the invocation of the spirit. She's like, it's really strong. Like, don't do it. But Nancy is like, must have more power. You know, like, I think she really just wants – I think she's getting a little – jealous of sarah because sarah's new girl in town and rochelle and bonnie both really like sarah and of course the whole chris issue right so she wants the most power and so they go down to the beach and they all have these little jars of like little things that are going to help them and i thought this was so great like those symbolism of all the creatures they have right so like um rochelle has a little fish she want like she basically wants peace while she's swimming, and freaking Laura's being a douche.
4: Oh.
3: Um, we have Bonnie with the butterfly because obviously butterflies are very much like symbols of beauty, right? They come out of their cocoon and they're gorgeous. Um, and I think it's is it yeah, it's um, Nancy has a snake, which is like rebirth, but also like it's a, she's a fucking snake. Um, <laughs> what the hell does Sarah carry out? I'm blanking on what. Oh, she. It was love. What the heck does she have that represented love? It I was can't another remember. Another type of bug. Was it an animal. Oh, she had a bird.
2: She had a bird, like a a parrot bird. or something. Oh, not a parrot, but some type of bird.
3: Some type of bird, which I can't remember what the heck that stands for. But I just thought that like the symbology was really really cool of like what they what they were carrying and how it was going to help them with this ritual. Um, and then, this was, like, the silliest part for me, where they they do this whole ritual, and then they, like, fall asleep or something, and they wake up the next morning on this beach. <laughs> to to sharks!
1: Nancy's
3: just, <laughs> Nancy's just walking on water like she's no big deal,
2: and then there's just dead <laughs> sharks everywhere. Okay, this is when I was like, I think this is supposed to be scary at this point, because when I saw that it was a horror movie genre, I was like, oh, what am I getting into? Because i don't love love horror movies but then you see this like it it was fine and then all of a sudden there's like dead sharks everywhere and i was like i think that's supposed to be like eerie or creepy but i was just like sad (laughs) at all these dead (laughs) (laughs) like what she's like they're so beautiful like they're dead sharks on a beach what do you
4: mean (laughs) this is like the saddest sequel to free Willy ever So (laughs) seriously (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was I thought that like whole scene was was...
3: so so funny though. Her walking on water, I can't I can't tell you why it cracked me up so much. It really really did. I think it was like the I don't know if it was like CGI or what. You know what I mean? Like whatever it was was really funny to me. Um, And so yeah, so they do this whole thing, and of course they they all become more powerful as a result. But at the same point in time, like all the negative implications of these spells starts to come out. So like bonnie is really vapid and like vain now because she's so beautiful um even though her face looks exactly the same but whatever
4: uh (laughs) no she's so different jessica what are you talking about she took her glasses off come on she took her glasses off and she washed her hair what are you saying i mean she took her hair her hair was
3: really greasy in the beginning of the film and i wasn't trying to be rude but i was looking at it and i'm like why is her hair so greasy Cause she's, she's gross. Yes, she's she's nasty.
2: She's yeah. Josie
4: Grossy. Don't you
3: understand?
4: Yeah, she was a
2: little
3: <laughs> bit Josie Grossy. <laughs> um, and and then like, Ro- Rochelle walks in on like Laura, like her bully, like crying in the shower because her hair looks so
4: bad. Like, it's yeah. not just that it looks bad, Sarah. Like, it looks yeah. painful. No, yeah. There's like scabbing. It's bleeding. Like, it's raw and. like she's on the shower floor just crying in like pain and she's like i don't understand and like her whole entire like top of her head is bald at this point Mm -hmm. i will say shout out to her friends who are probably equally as bitchy but like they came in and they're like it's okay like what's going on like what can i do it's going to be all right i thought she was gonna
2: lose all her friends but they came to the rescue pretty quick yeah so i'm sure they were gonna hate her
4: i'm really happy that even bullies that are big see you next tuesdays have friends at the end of the mm-hmm. day too yeah
3: that's true i mean hopefully she just grows up to not be racist you know like maybe she... or she still is or she still is but we can hope that she learned a wig. but with a wig yeah uh and um and right so then like then we have like a really this was like to me the start was when like Sarah finally agrees to go out with Chris after he's been, like, pestering her. He even, like, comes to her window and is like, we should move in together. And I'm like, this is terrifying, this man. <laughs> um, and Immediately, so, no. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean – I'm not, this is not me blaming her, but I'm like, oh my God, she's in a car in the middle of nowhere with this strange man that like, she barely knows that she did a love spell on. And I was immediately terrified for her. And of course he keeps like pushing her and pushing her. He like chases her because he wants to have sex with her. It is really scary. Like I was like, oh my, I was not prepared for this in the film. Like, I just didn't think that was something we were going to be dealing with in this movie. Um, And so she eventually does get away And uh, she goes and she tells like the girls, and is this when they start doing... Should they start doing all the, like, silly um spells? Like, she makes her eyes brown. She's like, normally they're green, and now they're yeah. brown. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I think th-
4: before. They did it before. Yeah. Yeah. before. They yeah. had a couple and of sleepovers where everything was fun. Like, the, their sleepovers, there was, was a Grendel time.
2: A big chunk of that movie that was just, like, them having a good time doing spells. So it was yeah. like, this is
3: what I want. <laughs> yeah, well, and the thing was that, like, they they purposely... I had read, and I noticed it, too, that they purposely, like were in like overalls and like cutesy Oshkosh bagosh outfits in the beginning, and then as they get witchier and witchier, they're like vampier and vampier, and they're like wearing short skirts and wearing like more scantily clad outfits. You know, wearing mini skirts instead of overalls. You know, yeah. And I thought that was really fun. I mean, I thought it was especially noticeable on Nancy. Like Nancy's hair gets wilder and wilder the more power she gets.
4: Yeah. So they were showing those like uh, fun little spells where they're changing their hair color um, to show. Uh, and this is kind of like an ACOTAR term, uh, glamour, like uh, they're putting on. This I, I'm glamour. sorry, what term? Okay, Alex. <laughs> okay, so Acatar is a court of thorns and roses, which is a oh, okay, this is a book, right? A it's series. A, a book series. Is it's like this,
2: a, it would be a fantasy term, a glamour, I would suppose. Yeah, if a glamour. Like that's this this is okay. Can I it? ask about the glamour
4: in this movie? Is yes. This yeah.
3: A court of thorns situation. Is this like the modern day like twilight? Or is it like the modern day, like what's the one that's all like like moms were reading the gray, gray. Fifty Shades of Gray. Oh, Fifty Shades Gray.
2: I would think it more along the lines of Twilight, except it's its own world, so like it's not low fantasy. It would be technically considered high fantasy.
3: Okay, and not to like make mention of our really good friend Brenna again on the podcast, but is this the book Sarah that she was reading when we were hanging out with her, and there was like lots of raunchy things happening, or was that a yes. different book? Yeah. Okay. So now I'm on the same page. Now I understand. It's so they- fairies that fuck, but they're not fairies like with wings. They're just like they're fae. They're fae okay got it um and they're really hot (laughs) yeah makes sense
4: hot fairies that fuck um but i
3: will say i like um sarah's hair in like that silvery color i thought it looked really cool
4: oh so you liked the glamour but the whole the point is is that they're developing these skills to later on do like the crazy glamour stuff where they're like making illusions that like uh there's news reports and shit i have a question yes
3: with this glamorization is it like are they charming people like i mean like are people under a spell like when with their eyes it's an illusion okay I guess you could say that kind of yeah like, like they're not like if you if I was like make me a sandwich <laughs> like when they make me a sandwich no it's just
4: looks I think it's just like looks. it's audit. like yeah it's like a mirage like I'm looking at you and I see you and you have and I'm green... lo- I look like Nev Campbell but the hot one not the greasy hair mm-hmm. one. right yeah exactly I got it exactly but I think that like if you were to put a spell on me to make you sandwiches, I feel like that's closer to the love potion spell. Except just sandwich potion. Sandwiches.
3: Sandwich potion. Yeah. I mean, maybe you'd make sandwiches for someone you love. So
4: which <laughs> that's which true.
3: Which thing would you be most likely to do? Like of the four girls, right? You have one who does something for beauty, one who does something for revenge on a bully, one who does something to be more powerful, and one who does something for love. Like we all know Sarah would pick the loved one. So that's pretty mm-hmm. much a given. Yeah. Alex which would you choose
2: I am torn because like I think I'm too much of a coward to do the revenge <laughs> I wouldn't want that to come back on to me <laughs> what if they didn't know it was you yeah but like either way you know the th- yeah. Yeah, it comes back on to you threefold the, I feel um, like I'd think about dilemma, that
3: Yeah, the guilt. so
2: beauty feels like a little too vain but it seems like it would be nice to just be like
3: oh I like nice skin
2: <laughs> like I don't have to do Interesting. anything you know? I got I got makeup
4: on <laughs> yeah
3: sarah do you know which one i would pick
4: i hope you don't pick power i definitely (laughs) that's disgusting i
3: mean of course i would pick that first of all it's like literally in this version it's like being given the option to like oh you have three wishes but one of your wishes is to have 10 more wishes like i can make myself powerful and then i could do any of these things
4: i just like don't trust
3: you you shouldn't
4: (laughs) you absolutely should not i am the nancy I know, and I don't love that for you. Yeah. I need you to have some self-control in which I mean I'm not admitted- a witch, you're lucky. I'm not a witch. Thank goodness. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want to hear a story? Obviously. Is yes. it when you played
3: Ladies of Heather's <laughs> Stiff as a board? Because I need to hear about that.
4: Oh, I definitely done that before. Yeah, did okay, did it ever work for you? I'm pretty sure it did work. This is so- <laughs> so I'm work. pretty sure it did. Uh, someone i ever played alex. with was ouija boards
2: we had yeah and someone always one.
4: moved it someone no it moved it. by itself
2: i swear it moved by itself exactly. no i wasn't the one moving it so yeah. i remember going to a scary house, story about one
3: and they they did it and i'm pretty sure they were moving it and then one of my other cousins was like slamming cabinets and stuff to make us think that Ooh. like you know but anyway sorry go ahead sarah i interrupted you on
4: whatever your story was well alex said that she had a scary story about a ouija board and i do want to hear that but so I was, like, such, like, a witchy little kid. Like, I loved this movie. I loved Practical Magic. Obviously, I loved Harry Potter. And I just, like, I liked Charmed. Like, I liked everything that, like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, anything that was, like, a witch thing, like, I was super into. One day, I was at the Barnes & Noble in Paramus, New Jersey. And I was, like, just going around, just doing my thing, exploring, And I went to the children's section and the children's section had this like stage where like, I guess they're doing like puppet shows or like reading productions or whatever. And I went and went to go sit down on the stage and there was a stack of witch books. And I was like, bitch, I am chosen. They have chosen me. It is my time to shine. It's come to me. And I was like, Convinced, like you can tell me that they did not find me. I was convinced. Mm -hmm. Um, also, one of one of my friends, when I was in like elementary school, middle school, um, we used to do like little like fake spells, um, with like sticks and shit and like water. But then, oh my gosh, but then her friends found out and they were like good little Christian girls and they did intervention on her. Should <gasps> to, to exercise you? And they, not me, but they told her that she can't do <gasps> magic anymore. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so she stopped doing spells with me. That's so sad. You lost your, your sister.
3: <laughs> I lost my
2: coven. You, lost, you didn't have a coven yeah. anymore. And, yeah,
4: and one of those Tragic. girls was my like one of my best friends, Michelle, and I'm going to ask her if she remembers.
3: Michelle, you good little Christian girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no not spells. Into spells. How does she feel so that she's not a witch nowadays because she stopped practicing magic?
4: I don't know, but honestly, like this girl, I think that she still might be a witch because she was a theater major and you know those people never survive out in the real world. But in reality, <laughs> after she got a job, Got she graduated, she was Mm. a theater major. She got a job at like a humongous financial corporation, and now she has like six figures and she's like some sort of like financial analyst. It's like, ma'am, you are a theater major. So those
2: those witchy bitches, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I want to hear about
3: the Ouija board scary story. Okay. It's I wouldn't say it's like it's more creepy, I guess.
2: Okay, so we were camping. Mm with like a bunch of families family friends and for some reason someone brought a Ouija board I don't know this is the kind of thing they want to scare the
3: shit out of people that's why (laughs) and
2: me and my brother were watching because I had had a weird experience with one before and I was like "Mm, I don't I'll just watch I'm not putting my fingers on that thing and my dad or my mom came over and they were like asking it questions and he was like oh ask it how many years like me and Teresa have been married and I at the time I think I was like 13 so like I didn't remember how many years they had been married my brother didn't know he didn't have his hands on it either so it was just like family friends and it spelled out 18 years and they had been married 18 years <gasps> and i was like that is creepy because none of these people would have known unless they were told beforehand and i didn't know and yeah so that's my i like my to creepy imagine creepy that this story. your
3: mom has been hiding it from you for Years, you know and what? years There's and a chance. Years. <laughs> yeah, that's something my family definitely would do to me. So it's
2: hilarious that we just like had a Ouija board at like a campsite. Like, I don't even know who brought this. Someone's mom was so, like here. I think this is an elaborate
3: plan, to be honest. This sounds <laughs> like an elaborate been. plan. It like, oh, but that I don't know. This feels like it would backfire so easily, though, because then you get your kids all wound up and scared and terrified while you're camping, and they're like, I don't want to go to sleep. And then you're up all night trying to see <laughs> the children. Yeah,
2: probably what happened.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so they're all, like, kind of dealing with, like, these, like, negative implications, and eventually, so after Sarah runs to the girls and tells them what, like, Chris did, Nancy wants retaliation, and so all the girls are like, no, 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 but she goes to this house party. Chris is there, and, like, she's trying to seduce Chris, but it's not working, and then she makes herself look just like Sarah, Mm -hmm. and I don't understand- (laughs) I don't know if it's the spell or what the situation is but I'm like how does he think that that is Sarah when like literally two seconds ago she was someone else like I don't understand if it was the spell that was taking effect
2: it must have been partly the spell or just that he's the dude
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was just like I just want to have sex and I don't care and so like they start (laughs) fooling around and that's when the girls show up and Sarah walks in on like Herself and and Chris like fooling around. And Nancy's just having like the best time ever. She's like laughing. And it becomes very obvious that like the reason she's doing this to Chris is not just because of what he did to Sarah, but like because she feels rejected by him. Right. Because he, I think he had spread the same rumor about her, right? That like they had had sex and she was bad at sex or lazy or something like that. Um, so, But it feels very – this is why I thought this movie was so good because I felt like there were so many layers to everything. And, like, it's very obvious that Nancy is doing it because she feels – she's jealous of Sarah in many ways. Like, Sarah's more powerful. Sarah is the one that Chris, like, was in love with even though Nancy knows it was a spell. Yeah. Um, and I thought that, honestly, the actress who played Sarah um, – I'm just going to pull her up. Robin I Turney. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't recognize her, but Will had said she was in like house or something, I think. <laughs> she was yeah, in. I, think I saw that in her um, IMDb
2: or whatever. Mm-hmm. We have
4: to watch Empire Records, Jess, because she was in Empire Records. And I think that's one of the things that she's most known for. Okay. And also, people have been telling us to watch Empire Records for years. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, but I don't think you have. I have not. I'm looking at the. Um... Oh my God, is she bald? She is no and wonder, actually, She was definitely
3: wearing a wig in this. Film. She
4: was, and it was because it's she was such bald. An
3: obvious wig, too. You could always tell because the hair like barely moves, and usually you could look at the the like hairline and it looks mm-hmm. fucked up. Um, I thought she was really good though, specifically in the scene where she's pleading with Nancy and she's just like, Come on, like, let's just go. But Nancy has to take it a step too far. And once that's too much, Gene. She does she. Listen, as someone with a too much gene, I get it, you know, but she, like, I think what really puts her over the edge is when Chris starts to, like, accuse her of being jealous, which is very obviously true, and she uses her powers to shove him out a window, and just, he's dead. Sucks to suck, right? Goodbye, (laughs)
2: Chris.
4: I'm not sad, but. No, (laughs) yeah, he's so fucking rapey. He he probably deserved it to get out. He definitely deserved it. Yeah, Yeah. you attempt to sexually assault someone. Goodbye. But now Sarah's done. She's done. Done. She's like, these people are crazy. They're now murderers. Like this is too much. Mm -hmm. And she tries to separate herself from them, but that pisses the other coven members off. So then they're like, we are going to do psychological warfare on you and fuck you up. Yeah. This is and when the movie
2: spirals.
4: The movie yes.
3: gets crazy. And I really so like quickly. that moment where we see Sarah using the like ribbon to like bind Nancy to like stop her from harming people because it ends up like saving her life basically in the end. And so yeah like this was awful because they basically invade her dreams and she has like there's swarms and scorpions and snakes and rats and all these other scary things and the worst thing they do to her which I was I was like if somebody ever did this to me and then was like "Huh, oh, got you I'd be like I it's fucking kill you yeah <laughs> they tell her they're like oh your family thinks you left and went back to San Francisco and there is a plane crash and they all die yeah
4: so basically that's you know they get she gets the call she's like you haven't seen the news turn on the tv and the tv has this like fake broadcast that like a plane crashes and it's her parents that die and there's no survivors so obviously she's like super upset like very emotional and then the girls basically come in and start like terrorizing her um and then eventually She kind of gets her, like, wits about her and then, like, starts, like, fucking them up. Yeah, but what was
3: really scary to me was, like, was Alex when, like, Nancy is obviously the main antagonizer, right? And so they're she's trying to, like, push Sarah into committing suicide, like, completing suicide. And she's like, and if you don't, I'm just going to make it look like you did anyway. And they basically forge a note saying like i killed chris okay, and like the
2: note made me laugh though it just said i killed chris
3: I and killed I Chris. Like, that's my wait, suicide
4: note i killed chris and, and it's then- like signed <laughs> so sarah convincing this is it and yeah and
3: so she like she like slices um uh nancy slices sarah's wrists open and so sarah's like terrified right but then like you said she starts like fighting back and this i thought was so smart like this is psychological warfare alex when she makes bonnie have like a scarred up face and rochelle like lose hair but it's like yeah. it's all just a, like you said a glamour like it's in the mirror it's not real she got
2: rid of the sidekicks real easily like just show them what's gonna happen and also okay so when she like so she slices her wrists and then she's like laying there trying to invoke the um, spirit or whatever was she like dying from blood loss or something because there was not any blood around her
3: she heals (laughs) herself eventually
2: i didn't realize i didn't know if she was it was supposed to be like she was dying because she was bleeding or like she was just tired or scared i don't know (laughs) she's like i'm giving
4: up on life i need to have a nap
2: but there's no blood around you like what's happening right
4: now i think this is me whenever i have a minor inconvenience (laughs) just lay on the bathroom floor
3: sobbing a quick quick mental breakdown (laughs) i really think she was she was like on her way towards like bleeding out but there was one point where it zoomed in on her wrist and it was like healing itself so it must have been whatever kind of magic she did she like
2: goes into the mirror
3: yeah Well, and this was interesting. Yeah. So then she gets the other girls to leave, like the rest of the coven is out skis and so then she starts fighting nancy and this part is insanity because there's like shit flying everywhere like nancy's trying to stab her but she looks down and there's just clothes like her uniform is perfectly laid out and she's not in it
2: okay is this the point because before then nancy's fingers turned into snakes and that was the most disgusting part of this movie to me that was in her mouth
3: alex like it wasn't just her it wasn't just her fingers it was her fingers her hair she looked like medusa but like if medusa was being traumatized by her own Snake hair, like it was horrifying. Like, was if like, anybody is afraid of snakes, like, literally, never watch this film.
2: Yeah, that was awful. The the snake fingers grossed me out so
3: much. I don't know why. <laughs> just the way they switched and
2: it like made her because hands, they like, were so up. like
3: swirly around. That's Disgusting. what it was. They were still like swirling. Disgusting. Can I ask a question? What the fuck was this guy's deal? The entire because there's the whole movie. There's this rando guy who keeps trying to give <laughs> Sarah snakes. And I'm like, what the fuck is this just... kind of problem? He was like, he was the typical like
2: moment at the start of the film to be like hey this is gonna be a horror film like mm, yeah this mm-hmm. is an odd thing that happens. But yeah, it like, okay, goes from a giant later.
3: snake to like a tiny garner snake <laughs> and i'm like bro you should be getting bigger eyes. not smaller yeah yeah like you're supposed also, to ramp it up i didn't
2: understand so she goes like she gets squished by a dresser basically but like she fades into the wall is she went nancy yeah or no um oh sarah sarah she like gets smushed by whatever is the dresser's like coming at them, and Nancy yeah. rolls out of the way. And then like it's just her clothes, but then she just like comes out of the floor. I was like, what was the point of going into the floor? She's gonna come just, back just out.
3: Like freak that. out, Nancy! Anything? <laughs> just
4: a little, just a little spook, you know. Yeah,
2: it's just a scare. Yeah,
4: just and scare then off. she
3: like, she like shoves or she like shoots off nancy and nancy flies into a mirror and like that knocks out nancy and it's like that's how she there's so many mirrors in this film there's a lot yeah. of mirrors big mirror yeah. movie and that's how they like that's how basically she defeats her and there was
2: a point too where i think it's rochelle when she's looking at her bully in like the showers and yeah. she backs into a mm-hmm. mirror and the mirror looks the opposite way of yeah, her or something so creepy super creepy yeah i mean I Maybe mean, not that creepy considering the CGI <laughs> in this movie. But right.
4: I feel like the creepiest thing for me, I always remember our um, Nancy's witch feet where they like she's on her tippy toes <gasps> yeah. and like it I drags
3: like down the floor. That's pretty creepy. It was very creepy when they did that. Yeah. Honestly, everything about Nancy is kind of creepy. I <laughs> really crazy. didn't like the snake fingers. The snake <laughs> fingers broke me out. I didn't yeah. like when she like. Starts losing it and she's like screaming and like smiling and she gets the eye look where like you could see the white around all of her eye like that's it's too much um but she like she defeats her and bonnie and rochelle are like oh our powers are gone and so they go no. to
4: see sarah to be like, like hey girl you know it was a prank hey?
3: <laughs> like, hey girl you remember how i said your dad
4: died just kidding jk no. and they're like if you ever just want to hang out no witchcraft no cap like let me know <laughs> yeah. and they're like oh we think manu, manu uh
3: took our powers and then like she's like get out of here like never i don't ever want to talk to you again i don't want to hang out with
4: you you losers and they're the girls are kind of bitchy and they're like she probably doesn't have her powers anyway and sarah's like fuck you let me show you lightning storm bitch what i can do they she dropped a fucking large tree branch right in front of the girls and it's like yeah you're right i don't have my powers anymore Idiot whores. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we get this like flash to
3: Nancy who's basically been committed to like a psych ward. And she's strapped to like a bed in a white room. And she's just- <laughs> It's not kind of sad, but she's just like screaming about how she can fly, and I don't know why the way that she said that cracked me up so much. It was just like, I can fly, like just over and over again. <laughs> and she's really, again, like Fabrizia ball is so good at in this specific type. Very of Very good look at looking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's really she got good at it.
2: The hair too, the progressively like gets more the wild frazzled. hair. Yeah. yeah
3: um but that's how the movie ends like i really thought this was good like even the character of sarah who there's a lot on her shoulders as like the the new girl who's the most powerful i think she's a little bit more of a subdued actor and i haven't seen her in anything else so i can't specifically say but like i even thought that she was a was really true to who sarah as a character was supposed to be yeah so i i really liked it i enjoyed it too i
2: yeah, I had a good time. I watched this at like nine thirty in the morning. It's <laughs> just a funny
1: time to be watching a scary
2: movie. Did, but, baby, uh, did your baby watch it? Yeah, she she watched it with me. What'd she think? <laughs> she liked it. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> watched- loved the snake fingers. She yeah, giggled yeah, she when came fingers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have this like very big memory of this movie when it was on um, like commercials, and they um one of the main images that they always showed was like the girls at the bus stop and they were like we're the weirdos. I like, love they, that line. They love to advertise that scene in particular cuz it's just like such like a vibes movie and I feel like I agree with you Alex like whenever there's these like witchy movies of like girls like young teens just doing like witch things like I want to see that like I want to see like changing haircut like that's why i loved sabrina the teenage witch so much because like she yeah. was always just doing like fun things i want to see more fun things
2: yeah this could have just been a movie of vibes we didn't need to have like the scary ending i, I <laughs> no. would have been happy if they all just stayed friends
4: and like less, just, bugs. Like, less yeah. bugs less swarms
3: <laughs> but i like that the movie wasn't afraid to go places like that you know what i mean like i feel like they hand like okay Did I like the sexual assault scene? Like, no, of course not. But I thought it was like, a good representation of like what can go wrong when you're like you don't know what you wished for, for you know <laughs> like I thought it was a good representation of that like I didn't need to actually see it um, but I really liked that the, sh- the movie was not afraid to go places and I really felt like it was very it was very feminist right it was very like girl power but I do wish that um, Manon had been a woman because it doesn't make sense to me that they worship makes some man god I don't appreciate that. Jess I have a question
4: Agreed. like you are saying that you want like you like the nancy character that like you would want the power like the the ultimate like lesson of this movie is like power goes to your head and it makes you i shouldn't have the power okay but like i'm just asking like this doesn't teach you the lesson that like i like to i like power comes great responsibility are you spider-man I'm just saying, like, shit gets fucked up when it goes to your head. Yes. And, like, this is the lesson that people like you that have the too much gene need to learn. Like, you can't accept the power. Listen,
3: I would like to think that I would be responsible with any power I'm given.
4: Great responsibility.
3: No. <laughs> i just don't think so i mean to be fair sarah you shouldn't be forcing people to fall in love with you either so none of these people should be doing any of the things we're doing i would
2: argue that as well is a great power (laughs) (laughs) it's It's true it's (laughs) strong
4: i think that people just fall in love with me with my amazing personality and i don't need a love spell but who knows yeah
3: but that, that I've really liked this movie. I thought it was such a fun watch. Like, I this one I could see, Sarah, why this and practical magic were like your movies. I do think, like, I would have been scared by this though if I watched it when I was like a, a tween. Really I do sure. think this movie would have frightened me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially the um the man with the snake, very creepy. Um, and also I think the the specifically, I th- for some reason. The thing that sticks out the most in my memory is the earthworms coming out of the toilet and the roaches coming out of, like, the heating vent. And I was like, no, thank you, ma'am. Like, I don't want to – I think the problem is you're at your most vulnerable when you're sitting on the toilet seat. And, like, you know how people are afraid of, like, snakes and alligators coming out of the toilet? I've never had that fear because I don't live in a state where that would be a normal occurrence. Worms would be gross. But a big pile of worms. Like, worms don't scare me, but, like, I don't want to think about (laughs) – things come on the toilet and touching my butt i'm telling you it's swarms yeah One i worm, actually what is a pile okay. of worms called i'm looking this up
2: Let's, because okay. i don't like ladybugs and yes. specifically because i used to live near greenhouses and so yes. they would bring in boxes of ladybugs to like kill the acids, and they would like show up at our house like you'd look at the windows and there'd be like like Hundreds. hundreds of yes. ladybugs in the corners Alice. and the outside and that grossed me out i so hate
0: ladybugs
4: bad. too because on my 15th birthday or my 14th birthday because two years in a row i did the same thing me and my friends we went to the marriott and for the weekend we got to like stay over to the marriott and we just like fucked around but one of the years at my marriott birthday party there was a ladybug infestation
2: it Gross. Was horrible gross so any any infestation no. of a, any bug no no done. I'm, I'm done i'm um, done find out
4: what a bunch of yeah it's are called? called a clue you Ew. 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 <laughs> you hate, right. hate it Yep. Hate it. Um, I am anyway. so happy that you both liked this movie because it's always it's always such a risk when you have like nostalgia or a love for a movie and you're like, Hi friends, like please watch this movie and don't hate it. Um, and you both no, like- I really did like it. You liked it, yeah, which I enjoyed makes you so happy. It was really um anything else Witchcraft. Oh, you want to do some witchcraft? Yeah, much, yeah, yeah. Have to go a do little, some little witchcraft, a little, little black bit
3: of magic,
4: black magic. Uh, all righty So now, Alex, I heard from the people in the streets and your Instagram <laughs> the people, people in the, the St. St. Louis streets, St. people on the St. Louis streets <laughs> that you are starting your very own podcast with two of your friends. I am. I don't know who on the
2: streets knows about it because it's not out yet. But <laughs> I like that. Sarah knows people in the know. I guess. <laughs> mm. Online streets, maybe. Um, yeah, it's called Queens of Fantasy. So uh, there's three of us. So a Coven, maybe. Mm. And we are talking about different fantasy series, uh, like books. And currently, I'm leading it because I'm the only one that has read this series. And the other two are just like reading along for the first time. So that's been fun. Uh, we're reading The Wheel of Time because... You know, I'm a wheelie, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to force this on uh, some other people. So if you like the Wheel of Time or have always wanted to read it, uh, you can come listen in to the three of us chat about it uh, every so often. We've we've filmed, filmed, we've recorded the first book and part of the second book, um, but we're going to be starting to release them. Mid October, like the intro episodes, and then November is when we're going to start with book one. So,
3: nice.
2: if you feel like uh, reading The Wheel of Time, come hang out. It's me and two other girls. And the first time I read it, I read it with men, dudes, <laughs> and so they're and picking obviously up we different hate things. dudes
3: based on everything we've said on this podcast. <laughs> Clearly, <today. laughs> uh,
2: they're picking up very different things that I didn't even think about the first time. So, it's been fun to read it with two other like female perspectives coming in, which has been fun.
3: I love that. Keep saying it's been
2: fun. Wow.
3: Where can they find you? Do you have a, a social media handle? Anything you want to be able to, or the anything where they could find you?
2: Yes, it's called Queens of Fantasy Pod on Instagram. And
3: Incredible. uh
2: yeah, there's a Discord link there and other stuff, but that's probably the best place.
3: Awesome. Go check it out, everyone. Love yeah. wheelies.
4: Who doesn't love wheelies? Wheelies Sarah <laughs> loves wheelies. Look at her. <laughs> it's my favorite, actually. Yeah. <laughs> truly i have the audio books um given to me by our friend prez so have you you, you been
2: reading them or listening to them or no no her face
4: look at her by the story
3: she can't put it down well now
2: you can just listen to us talk about it and then you don't even have to read it that sounds like a better way to do it that i will do
3: actually much more
2: fun at the end of the first book we give everybody uh zodiac signs so (gasps) Our now, I am yes, yeah,
4: Yeah. Uh, amazing. Um, I loved having you on to listen to this. I miss you, like, you we uh, you had like the most beautiful baby, and now I don't get to see you as much anymore. But um, just having you on like makes me so happy. So I'm
2: happy to be here. Thank you, of course. Yeah, I don't get to pod well, I have been podcasting a lot, but you know, having a baby (laughs) changes the priorities a little bit. So
4: Yeah. Um, Okay, so over here at Shit 90 Shows Taught Me, we are finishing up our coverage of Dawson's Creek. I think by this podcast. It's done. It's It's over. It's It's over. We finished, which is wild and crazy and really sad. Um, But do not fear because we are in the middle of covering Freaks and Geeks and we are just mere weeks and weeks away from starting a brand new series uh, Felicity, so mm-hmm. we are very excited to cover Felicity over here at Chennai shows taught me. Um, and then in November, just like we have, I think additional bonus cover. No, we're doing
3: so for no. November. We're doing yes. No,
4: no. <laughs> Do we <laughs> figure it out? I can't Surely, remember. I thought Let that we look. were doing Winona when <gasps> we, November. When
3: November, that's right. We are doing when November. You're right. I forgot, Unless we sorry. don't
4: want to anymore. No,
3: I would. You want to do no- Win November. Okay, I so came we- up with the name and I really like it. <laughs> okay,
4: so we might be doing Win November. Because it's um, Winona Reiner month. Winona Reiner month. Winona November. Month. So, yeah, so uh, stay tuned for that. I think that we might put up a poll. And yes, we did discuss a poll. Have you guys help us pick out which movies that we're going to cover for that. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at... Uh, South you can find us at shit 90s pod. And Jess has uh, all of her endeavors. Yep, you can find me at the Jess Sterling, uh, still podcasting
3: over at post show recaps about billions, which is like gonna be over very soon. I'm doing full spoiler recaps with Grease Leader, which has been a ton of fun and community building just finished so I have something in the works uh, that'll probably be a month out or so and then I'm taking a vacation uh very soon so you'll hear you'll this, we pre-recorded some stuff but we'll have a little bit of a gap while I'm on VK for a little bit and then I'll be back and we'll be starting Felicity and I, I it feels like a perfect fall show so I'm actually really really pumped about it mm-hmm. um so that'll be a ton of fun so we hope everybody stays along for the ride and participates in Winnow November Winnow November which one's better Winnow November or November? I think it's Winnovember is better. Um I'm just talking to one at this point, it's fine. Um,
2: I was gonna answer, but I was trying to decide which one which I one is say. better. Do you think it's Win- november I think so because winona November uh November has more Winona. There's more syllables.
3: That's what I'm saying. It sounds more like you're talking about Winona. Yeah, but it's harder to say.
2: Winona so.
3: writer. Anyway either one (laughs) listen to us in the future when we put out more content as always because we're a podcast and that's what you should do and you should subscribe and give us five stars because you just love us so much if you're still listening at this point um anyway thank you all for listening uh we'll talk to you all next time have a good one everybody goodbye
4: Uh, do you want to hear some autumnal movies? I'd love nothing more than to hear autumnal movies. How do you say it? autumnal?
3: Autumnal. That can't be a real word. It, that's how you say it. Okay, autumnal movies. Just say fall movies. <laughs> you're movies. not British. You're fine. Uh, Dead poet Society. Yeah, it's trash. I hate it. Um, it's so boring. It's just a bunch of random white boys that all look the same and they stand on their desks like losers. Okay, uh, that's, that's that's the entire <laughs> movie. No one needs to watch it now. When Harry Met Sally. Ten out of ten. Yeah, it's a good movie. Practical Immediately magic. skyrocketed to like one of my favorite rom-coms of all time. The first time I saw it. Hmm.
1: Uh, go ahead,
3: sorry. Practical Magic. Uh, I liked that one. I think my favorite scene in that entire film is the put the lime and the, the coconut. Dough. That's the yeah. best part.
4: Did I? I told you the story where I would put that song on the bar jukebox radio over and over again and drive people crazy.
3: Yeah, it's so awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, your Aries moon shining yeah. through. You got mail. I hate it. Cancel it. It's terrible. We're, Tom Hanks' worst movie. It's not close. Uh, the Lake House. Is that woman. a Sandy B? Yeah. I've never. Is that the one with Hannah Reeves? I don't know that I've seen that one. That's the one where they like, like.
4: They have a lake house.
3: I think I remember if this is the right one. I think mm-hmm. I remember when I was in like high school In the trailers for that came out and I made fun of it so much because it's in like one of them is dead and they're sending mail to the other one through this mailbox because one of them used oh. to live in the lake house and the yes. other one lives
4: in the lake house okay hold on a lonely doctor who once occupied an unusual lakeside house begins to exchange love letters with its former resident a frustrated architect now somebody who works for the adjacent uh, career of being an architect of like interior designer yeah, it has I'm to be keanu frustrated. reeves
3: who's the architect right yeah because mm-hmm. it's always the guy girls can't be architects in any films or tv uh, yeah it's okay. just not allowed guys are dead
4: guys are dead okay hold I on
3: i knew and the concept of that movie is so stupid that like i wonder how good it can even be keanu reeves doesn't i've only ever seen him in action stuff besides i guess like he was he was with sandy b in speed right yeah but he's just not a romance guy in my head i mean he could be a romance guy he doesn't look like a romance guy
2: yes, i just think of um oh my gosh not the matrix what's he... what else speed is, he is this no i no, think no, it's it the his... shooting one that's matrix. One where he's like a
3: no okay well yeah <laughs> is he james bond no
2: oh my God, he looks like it? a james
4: bond he's not john james... wick
2: john wick oh, oh. with the dog it's yeah. very stressy
3: i've never seen any john wick movie. does the dog Don't shoot watch people? it no, the, the dog dies. No, I've, it's it's not great. No, that's not, not
2: great for the dog, dog gets fridged, basically. Like this is what happens.
4: It's um, Alex, are you, do you think that you're an Ichabod Crane type of girl? A what? <laughs> See, <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer Ichabod- is no. Crane. Also,
3: I don't hear the crackle yet. I don't know guess. what that is. <laughs> uh, Ichabod Crane is like a bad it's guy. He's in Sleepy some, Hollow. Like, sleepy hollows. I I live near Sleepy Hollow. Did you know that? Yeah.
2: I don't think that i am that kind of guy but
3: you know what are other autumnal movies sarah the witches of eastwick never seen it cruel intentions gilmore girls
2: is gilmore girls from the 90s I don't think
3: it is. no it's no. 2000s it's the odds um wait what was the you one could you, do- said, sarah?
2: you could do all of the friends thanksgiving episodes we did we that really <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> She's such a fan.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Clearly. It um, was our first uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was like, we have to that. do them because yeah, they're funny. all so iconic. Yeah, teen they are good. witch. Are if you're going to be a witch, you better be a teen. Uh, is what I'm learning. Well, That's, that's true. Yeah. And then um, also the craft is... Uh, on this autumnal movie. Autumnal? Autumnal. You got it. You nailed uh. it. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught
1: me.